Hello and welcome to Dad.fm. This is Drew Bennett from BenSpark.com and I'm joined by... Uh, this is Jeff Bogle from OWTK.com and before you get worried, Adam is once again not with us because this is just turning into the Drew and Jeff show, but he, uh, he will be back next week when we uh, record some more episodes for you. Um, Drew, before I let you get, I know you're going to take this away and get us started, but I just want to let everyone know this is a... It's kind of a special episode. There's going to be no no talk of TV or toys. Skylanders, believe it or not, will not even probably make an appearance in this episode. Um, but this is going to be special for everybody who loves animals, especially the domesticated ones like Drew and I do. So um, just with that said, Drew, why don't, you, uh, why don't you take it away? Yeah, and this one is going to be a little bit... Um... All about the feels, I guess, yeah. as they say. As the as, does anyone say that, or is that just an online <laughs> thing? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, we're talking about animals, and, and we're particularly talking about uh, the end of life with the animals that we have in our in our lives. Um, I have uh, now two cats. Uh, we have had between Allison and I on uh, our life together. Uh, we have had four cats, and um, I was not a cat person before Allison, my wife. And uh, we lived together before we got married, and we adopted two cats from the uh, local animal shelter. Allison had been volunteering uh, at uh, local PetSmart, uh, Pet and uh, they used to have a, a room where they had, it was a cat room where uh, they had cats from the local shelter so that people came into PetSmart, they could see the animals, they could uh, interact with them and, and hopefully adopt them. Well, a couple of cats came in and one of them looked very much like a cat that Allison's mom had um, recently to that, to that situation, uh, which I had fallen in love with. I love this little cat. Um, uh, his name uh, was Kip, and Kip was just a little black and white kitty. Um, ended up getting hit by a car, and I was devastated about that. So, and I wasn't a cat person again. Uh, so when Allison found these two kittens, uh, they were feral cats that uh, the shelter had. They were brothers. They were scared, but one of them looked almost exactly like Kip. And so uh, I gave in and said, Sure, we can adopt two cats. Now, mm -hmm. we were living above my parents uh, at the time. And, of course, uh, one thing, I never asked them permission. For, I, I said, Allison's moving in. And then I said, two cats are moving in, you know, within uh -huh. the next couple weeks. <laughs> so, you know, great son that I am. Uh, so, 13 years ago, we adopted two cats. Uh, Duncan, named after uh, Michael Clark Duncan. And Oliver, named after Oliver Twist. So, uh, Duncan died about two, th two, three years ago now. And um, he just gotten real, real sick. He ended up dying at home. And uh, it was really sad. Uh, my daughter was utterly devastated. And she still, uh, at night, when she doesn't want to go to bed or she's feeling sad, she'll say, I miss Duncan. And it's three years later. Mm. Um, yesterday, uh, we made the decision, well, we made the decision the other day, but yesterday, uh, we had Oliver, um, euthanized at, at home. Mm. Um, yeah, he had been very, very sick. Uh, 
to the point where he was having uh, diarrhea every day at least four to five times. Uh, Most of it confined to the basement, a couple of times upstairs, although it was always joyful to find. Um, I have been cleaning that for a couple months now, actually like four or five uh, but it's gotten worse and worse and worse the past month. And Allison, I went away, actually, when we were in Austin. Allison was cleaning up uh, everything downstairs, and, and she really got a sense of what was going on with him. Mm. Um, I, you know, being... Uh, <laughs> I think dads sometimes fall into the roles with pets uh, to end up being the one taking care of everything with them. Yep. Um, I'm not to say anything about the moms, but... Uh, when Alice was pregnant, she couldn't go anywhere near the cat litter, so that became my domain. So, though... By God, that's the exact same story. And my wife hasn't been our, our wives haven't been pregnant in a while. Mine even longer. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it's like, oh no, we can't touch cat. We're gonna get sick. We can't touch cat stuff. Uh, so that's your job, and it's yeah. been my job ever since. So I do spend most of the time cleaning up everything in the basement. Luckily, we don't have like a finished basement or anything. It's a really uh, bare bones sort of thing. So, uh, my room that eventually at some point, who knows, probably won't happen. will be my little man cave, uh, was full of, uh, just spots and spots of, of cat poop. And I, you know, I, I clean it up every day. It's not like I left it there. Um, but you know, I got into a system of cleaning it up and, and, you know, just so that everyone would be happy that Oliver's still around. Uh, and I think we may have, you know, kept them around a longer than, than should have. I don't know. Um, but we did make the decision to, to have him euthanize him. We, we had that done in, at home. Um, okay. there, there are vets. I don't know if that's available everywhere, but some vets will, will vi- make home visits. And uh, part of the reason I didn't want to take him to the animal shelter, I mean, not animal shelter, the, the, the animal hospital that we go to, is one the judgment, uh, <laughs> and because you know uh, they would want me to make a ton of tests to check and make sure yeah. you know that we could you know improve the quality of life of whatever was happening, and it wasn't. It just wasn't going to happen. Uh, so the other part was um, the drive. If you've ever driven a cat in a car, it is horrifying. <laughs> yeah, not an enjoyable experience. It is just a horrifying for anyone. Thing. I, I, uh, I just, I, you know, the screaming, the wailing, because it's because they're inner ear, they, they're not in control of what's happening. And so they make this, this noise, uh, this wailing and it's just, it's just, uh, so I, I didn't want to deal with that because I would be the one taking him to the, to the, to the vet by myself. And I didn't, I didn't want to do that. So we found a, um, uh, a doctor who came and she was wonderful. The only problem was, uh, for some reason, um, she thought it was going to be Friday, and I thought it was going to be Thursday. So we had the kids at my mom's uh, because we didn't have the kids around. Uh, I'll get to I'll get to Eva's reaction uh, in a moment, but um, it was just Allison and I. And uh, first they give uh, gave him a shot, um, and he bolted out of Allison's uh, arms, uh, and then it was really sad because he was, you know, sedated. So his body started to go limp, and uh, so we had to catch him. And then uh, the other part is the uh, is the drug that euthanizes him. And uh, again, the the doctor was was very very good. Uh, she 
you know, she held us, she hugged us, she was just a very wonderful person, uh, attentive to whatever, you know, we were going through. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not the biggest emotional person uh, that you would, you know, know. Uh, I, I tend to cry when I'm tired, um, or there's a commercial about a father and son, uh, <laughs> those sort of things <laughs> yeah uh and probably father and daughter too but for some reason father and son because i think more of me and my dad and not you know me and my son at this at this point uh i still think me and my dad when i see a commercial of uh fathers and sons um old yeller yeah that's one i that's one i <laughs> definitely cry at um uh and and now even more so i'd probably cry at the movie uh Eight Below, which was a movie with Paul Walker uh, and some uh, snow dogs. It was a Disney movie. Uh, mm. Disney Disney hits me sometimes with with things. Uh, I had dug a you know grave right out the back where his uh, brother Duncan is. So Oliver and Duncan are buried right next to each other. Um, we have it covered over, and we're going to move some lilies and put those on top of the. The graves so that the the kids have a little lily garden they're going to paint some bricks to go around it and make it nice uh and you know that'll be a place where where Eva and andrew will be able to to know where the where the cats are nice so um um let me before you tell eva's reaction let me tell you it's so funny because my story of cats is very very similar um i was not a cat person because my parents weren't and i didn't really know any better. I wasn't, we had a dog when I was very little, but I wasn't, it, I had, for, I grew up basically with no pets, um, which maybe would explain why I have no emotion whatsoever. Um, that's a joke. But so, uh, when I, uh, was with my wife, Jill, she, we moved into an apartment together after we originally moved in with my parents, just, just like you, not upstairs, well, literally upstairs, but not like a separate house in my old childhood bedroom. That was a fun conversation. Like, <laughs> hey, by the way, um, my girlfriend's moving in, so that's, and I'm moving back in because I live down the city. So like, you're getting me and this person you've never met, wow. um, or r- rarely ever met. So, uh, but then we moved into an apartment for we got jobs out in the other suburb of Philly in the western suburbs, and her her two cats from when she was a kid, uh, were with an aunt cause her, her mother and father, that's a whole different story. They, they did not have a house anymore. And an aunt took, who is a crazy cat lady took the two cats and she couldn't, there was some issue where one of them or they, she couldn't have them anymore either. And so I was like bemoaning and groaning about it. Like, Oh, you're ruining my life. There's a cat. It took about 30 minutes for me to absolutely fall in love with that cat. And I'm like, what did my parents do to me, instilling me with this anti-cat bias? Because they're so awesome. They're so they're so much like me. You know, like they're <laughs> they're they don't give a crap about anything. They just they're they're independent. They're they're steely-eyed and they're they're awesome. They're so awesome. Anyway, so we had that cat. It was Kit. Her name was Kit for Kit Cat. And uh, had her for a while, and we moved into a house with her. And she was so funny around the bear when she was a baby, our first daughter. Um, but then slowly grew to get used to her and was just, you know, a part of the family like a pet is. And when uh, the second child came along, she was much better. It's like, ah, oh, baby, like I've been through this before. They're not, they're nothing to fear. And she was great with, with both kids. Um, and then one day I 
it was really – it, like, burned into my mind. I, I realized that this cat would always eat. Like, there was never a lack of, of eating. And I noticed that the food bowl hadn't been touched. I'm like, I don't even remember feeding it up, filling it for the last day or two. And, like, it doesn't look like it's been touched at all. And and then it like then it's like, have I even seen Kit today? Uh, no. Where? What's going on? And I look. We searched all over, and she was behind the couch, alive, but frail and scared. And I'm like, oh, this isn't good at all. We took her to our vet, and she had a, a feline leukemia, and they couldn't do anything. I mean, it was. It was it was all over her body. There were tumors all inside her body, and they had to put her down. We we had made an appointment. They didn't do it right there. We made an appointment a couple of days later and spent some time with her. And I'm going to start crying as I say this. And uh, this is like six years ago now, but it still <clears throat> uh, still gets me. And uh, we took our oldest daughter in with us. We we dropped our youngest off. We asked uh, the daycare where she went once a week if they could just watch her for like an hour or two. Um, so we could do this because uh, mouse was like one or 18 months. And so we took the bear and we, we said goodbye to her and, uh, I have her ashes on my desk still. Um, and then it took us a year before we got another, um, and we got one funny. You said you like a cat that was very similar. Look, I, we went with the completely opposite look. I couldn't handle having a cat that looked like Kit. Um, so we went, she was a gray tabby and we went with an orange one, like something completely different from the shelter. Uh, and then we just added a second one last year. So now she has a little buddy. Uh, so we have two cats, uh, and I love it. But yeah, that first one, man, it's the first time in my life. Cause when my dog died, I was really young. I barely remember the dog. It's more of a learned memory from photos. I, it probably died when I was like five or six. I have no recollection of it or younger actually. So this is the first time um, that I had ever had anyone in my life, really. My grandmother, but that's about it. The anyone, only one in my life that's ever passed away. And like, you know, right there, re- that whole start to finish, realizing, not finding the cat, like connecting all the dots, you know, in a way. Like there's food, there's too much food in that bowl. I don't think I've seen her today. Uh, oh my God, like that just wave of fear and anxiety. And then having it happen so fast, within a couple of days, she's gone. Um, that was really, really crushing. And part of me, you know, we waited exactly a year actually. Um, and I, I was like, I don't know if I can do that again, you know, cause you're just inviting so much joy, but also the end game is you're, you're inviting that situation into your life again, especially when you adopt one, you know, we, we wanted adult cats because adult cats don't get adopted too much to our cat Tilly, this, the, the orange one. Um, she had her whole litter adopted and she was just left at the shelter. Um, and I hate that. So we have adopted two adult cats. So, you know, you're, you're getting into the game. You're buying into the game that much further along. They're already kind of quick lifespan. But um, I think the trade-off, obviously we did it twice, the trade-off of uh, having that other life in your, in your life with your kids, especially is worth the, the, pain that will come at some point uh but how did eva take uh your cat being euthanized uh well when we told her we we had been telling her for for a couple weeks that you know oliver's sick Mm -hmm. uh he's not he's not getting better he's he's not doing well he's sick he's in pain uh 
you know, we're we're gonna have to. We never really said he's gonna go in or or anything like that mm -hmm. uh, up until Wednesday night. Uh, so Wednesday night, uh, we got home and talked with Eva. Uh, I think we we went out. We were doing something on Wednesday. We 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 got done with that. We cut home, uh, talked to Eva, and she. Uh, just exploded. Uh, she threw herself on the floor. It was the worst day ever. My brother's dying. You know, mm. my brother's dead. Uh, um, you know, because she... <laughs> when Duncan died, um, we went out to dinner the next... Uh, breakfast the next morning, the, this restaurant we go to, and she said to a 17-year-old waitress, My brother died yesterday. And my wife was mortified, looked at her and goes, a cat, a cat. It was a cat. And, and, you know, uh, I mean, not to, but still. Like, right, not to minimize it, but at, but at the same time. Right, right. she I, was about mm, four and a half, five when, when this happened. Okay. So, you know, my brother died yesterday. And, and right. it and, was just, oh my God. And uh, you're out, it's like, oh, okay. You're... Yeah. So, it's, right. you know, this girl just kind of like froze and, you know, poor, poor thing. Um so yeah, she's you know this is the worst day of my life. It you know and which I can understand that could be the yeah. worst day of life right. for a, a a kid who hasn't had that much. And here comes the other one. Hold on one second. <laughs> um, yeah, buddy. Uh, Jeff, why don't you take over for a moment? <laughs> <laughs> so while Drew tends to uh, to his young child, I uh, I will tell you that um, having. I don't know, you know, we don't know who you are, who you're listening. And we'd love to tell you to share with us your stories. Do you have a pet? Do you, are you afraid to get a pet because with your kid because of that moment when uh, when the pet passes away or it needs to be put down or gets sick and how you're going to address that? Um, I think it's an important thing, I, even though I was reluctant to get back into that um, for fear of that moment, you know, repeating itself. Uh it's an important lesson because I think it helps kids understand, you know, whether you believe that there's something after death or not, you know, we won't get into that discussion, but I think it kids are going to have to deal with, everyone's going to have to deal with people dying, grandparents, parents, brothers, sisters, cats, pets, a fish, um, having a pet pass away and, and having that be almost like a starter conversation to, you know, keeping somebody in your heart, having memories, having photos, knowing that while the person or the animal is gone, they never have to truly be gone from your life. And I'm going to start crying again. Uh, it's amazing that that the impact I probably spent a few, five, six years with that cat after, you know, the first 30 years of my life or 28 years of my life with uh, really no animals. And, um, what an impact one quiet, uh, blank faced <laughs> feline can have on you. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a, I, th I think it's a really good thing for, for children uh, to have and go through, um, while it's terrible and sucks so bad at that moment. But I think it'll help when, when the people, the humans in their lives start to pass away, uh, that they can process that some of those emotions they've, they've gone, they've walked that road before. I definitely think so. Uh, I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, you know that. Uh, you know the kids have this experience with the pets that you know they can have that experience with with uh, a family member.
Oh, you there, Drew? Yeah, sorry, I had a cough. Um, That's all right. <laughs> uh, this is live, people. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I'm crying, coughing. Yeah, I got the major sniffles now. So, so my wife has been reading this. Um, she, I, I, unbeknownst to me, she has uh, gotten into this um, particular blogger. Um, this blog uh, by a uh, Glennon Doyle Melton. Um, she wrote a book called Carry On, Warrior, The Power of Embracing Your Messy, Beautiful Life. And I believe that what she writes is a um, blog called Momastery. Have you ever heard of that? No. No. Well, I hadn't either. And so she got this book from the library. She's going to go to some uh, seminar with her uh, later in the year. But she got this book on the library called Carry On, Warrior. And uh, it had, uh, she made me read a um, chapter, which was called "On Fish and Heaven," and I just want to read what we, what we, what she, what she read to Eva uh, that night, and and I, um, I need to find it. Um, okay, so here's one paragraph, and it's about. Uh, where um, this woman's, uh, her son had a fish and the fish died. And he says, the chap paragraph is, when he asked me, why, mom, why does God send us here where things hurt so much? Why does he make us love things that he knows we're going to lose? I told him that we don't love people and animals because we will have them forever. We love them because loving them changes us, makes us better, healthier, kinder, realer. Loving people and animals makes us stronger in the right ways and weaker in the right ways. Even if animals and people leave, even if they die, they leave us better. So keep loving, even though we might lose, because loving teaches us and changes us. And that's what we're here to do. God sends us here to learn how to be better lovers, to learn how to be loved, so we'll be prepared for heaven. So we read her that part, and my wife said, did you feel, does that make you feel any better? No! <laughs> <laughs> and she just was so upset. And she got back, you know, she, she did, she's processing this, this, she's seven years old. And um, she's, she's processing this, uh, this, this emotion here. And uh, like she said, it, it's the worst, my worst day of my life. And she's seven years old. And yeah, that's the worst day of your life as a seven year old. You know, if you've had a, if you had a decent run so far. That right. that is the worst day of your life, you know. She's she's had a couple grandparents die, but she's younger, you know, great grandparents. So mm. you know, she 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 was younger at that point, you know. With these animals who have been in our house and and part of our lives uh, for so long, you know, her whole whole entire life, it, it's something that you know that that just is it's a it's a huge loss, um, and she's feeling that and she's uh, processing that. And she will continue to process that. She, my wife, gave her a, a journal that she can write in a feelings journal when she, you know, needs to express something, and she can't really get it out in words uh, to speak it. You know, she has she has her journal to write it, and mm. uh, I think that has helped her a lot. Uh, still processing uh, the first cat dying, mm. um, and 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 then I think this second cat, Oliver, when his passing. I think will probably be easier for her for one thing that she knows it was coming. Um, she was able to spend her time with him. Uh, I, I posted a picture on um, Twitter 
and I she had me take a, a photo of him on Wednesday night, and on Monday and on t Thursday morning, uh, she asked to keep his his collar, and she was wearing it as a bracelet. You know she you know she she kept that with her all day yesterday, and uh, my wife is a a uh, an aide in the first grade that Eve is in, and um, she. You know, it's a Catholic school, so you know, they asked the kids if they could pray uh, for for Oliver, um, and she's like, "I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have asked these kids because they have a whole bunch." You know, everyone started blurting out, "I lost a cat. I lost a grandmother. I lost that." Yeah, da, 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 you know, like, yeah, yeah. And it's like that wasn't helpful at all. <laughs> it's like live and learn. This is something I'm not gonna do again. <laughs> right, right. You know. Um, you know, because she works in Eva's class, she says, you know, I, I'm your mom, and, and when I'm in class with Mrs. Bennett, and I, you know, you can, you can have one hug a day, you know, because I don't <laughs> want to place favorites. And she said yesterday, she goes, you got a free pass. You can have as many hugs as you want today. Oh. So, uh, so you are, know, you gonna, are you going to get, are you going to get another cat? God, no. I have two. I don't need any more. I mean, I love cats, but... I am so sick of picking up after them. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I do love the two that we have, which we ended up getting two more after Duncan died, because mm. apparently at some point in my life I said three would be fine, and I don't recall that at all, but my wife has perfect memory for anything that I've ever said. Um, that's not <laughs> to my advantage. Uh, and so, yeah, we got that. Uh, two cats while I was away at a trip. Um, I got a... <laughs> I got a uh, uh, a picture sent to me, and I forget exactly what trip I was on. Uh, I, it could have been... It was something where I went on a trip, then I came home, and then I went on another trip. And I was gone for quite a while uh, in a row. And so she sent me a picture of my daughter holding uh, James, and which is our, one of our new cats that we got after Duncan, which wasn't very long after Duncan died. Um, and so... Yeah, then she sent me a picture of her with another cat, uh, oh, Torin, uh, and Eva named Torin after Thor's daughter from the uh, next Avengers uh, movie. So see, we are slipping into oh, the Avengers Oh, see, you know, stuff. I thought we could make it through a whole podcast. <clears throat> of course not, of course not. <laughs> and James was actually named after Captain America's son, James, uh, so we used I, I wanted to call it Kitty America, but uh, that was overruled. That We were going to call it Kitty America, but... Um, yeah, James is a huge tank at this point. He's so fat. Uh, and Torrin is this dainty little lady with uh, very, very fluffy and furry. Um, James is a black and white, and, and Torrin's gray and white. Uh, and I think for a while now we're gonna we're gonna stick with the two that we have um, <laughs> because we do need that time to process and and mourn uh, the, the cat that that's gone. Yeah. Oh. All right. <clears throat> well, I'm. I've been moved. I've had my emotion. They say you should laugh and every day and cry every day and have your emotions moved to tears every day. They quote uh, Jim Valvano, a uh, former NCAA basketball coach, <clears throat> and that would qualify because I was laughing before we started recording, and now I'm crying. So, you, you know that I that that quote. Um, I hear that uh, when I do one of my um, Coco uh, Coco Fit Club. Um, the uh, the fit the master fit coach Michael Wood quotes him often. You know, oh really? You, yeah, I think it was is if you if you if you laugh and you cry. That was a good. That was a, yeah, and have yeah. your emotions moved. It was a full day. It was a full day. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, sports. Got all sports under the bucket. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thank you everybody for listening. Go hug your. Go spend. Go snuggle up with your cats or hug your dogs or your fish. All right, don't hug your fish, but whatever you got, uh, take a cute picture of it and I don't know, stare at it a little longer today. Um, thanks for listening. Check us out on Facebook at dad.fm, Twitter, dad.fm. I'm Jeff Bogle from OWTK, and that's Drew Bennett from Ben Spark. Thanks for listening, everyone.